0: Hello everyone, hello, hello, Uh, I'm coming to you late. If you hear some noise, that's my maintenance guy, he, let me do my volumes, he prepares the trash for a pickup. New York City has a rule now that you have to have bins for your garbage, but I haven't seen it. The whole block, the bags are just on the just on the street. So, it's so another thing where things get announced, but nobody follows through, so they don't get done. So, it's a, it's a rule on paper, but nobody enforces it. So, there you go. Landlords are highly protected in New York City. And the people who run this building, are, are, they're the worst. It's the worst management company. Well, I can't say that. All the management companies are bad in New York City. They're terrible. Uh, but let's get to the reading. Harry Beecher Stowe's Uncle Tom's <coughs> Cabin. In the last issue, Uncle Tom or Tom was... Tom was um, summoned because he wouldn't rat, wouldn't tell where the runaway slaves were, the two women. He sat his basket down by the row and looking up said, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord, good of truth. Oh, I'm sorry, good of truth. God of truth. (laughs) Good of truth and then quietly yielded himself to the rough, brutal grasp with which Quimbo seized him. Aye, aye, said the giant as he dragged him along. You'll catch it now. I'll <coughs> bound Mass's backs up high. No sneaking out now. Tell you, you'll get it, and no mistake. See how you look, now helping Mass's niggers." To run away, see what you get? The savage words none of them reached that ear. A higher voice there was saying, Fear not them that kill the body, and after that have no more than that than no more that they can do. Nerve and bone of the poor man's body vibrated to those words as if touched by the finger of God and he left the strength of a thousand souls in one as he passed along the street, the trees and bushes, the huts of his servitude. The whole scene of his degradation seemed to whirl him or whirl by him as a landscape by the Russian car. His soul throbbed. He has his home, I'm sorry, was in sight and the hour of release seemed at hand. Well, Tom said Legree walking up and seizing him grimly by the collar of his coat and speaking through his teeth in the paroxysms of determined rage. Do you know I've made up my mind to kill you? It's very likely, master, said Tom calmly. I have said Legree with a grim, terrible calmness. Done just that thing, Tom. Unless you'll tell me what you know about these young girls. See, the thing is, a good master knows and a good ruling class knows you never take away um, everything from your slaves or your masses that are serving you. Once they have nothing to lose, you have no power over them. They're ready to die. And, and, and in the modern day, they're ready to take you with them. That's why you see mass shootings and suicides. The ruling class could stop all of this, but they don't want to. I think they get off on it. Um, Tom, stood silent. Do you hear said Legree stamping with a roar like that of an incense lion? Speak. I hadn't got nothing to tell, Massa, said Tom with a slow, firm, deliberate utterance. Do you dare to tell me, you old black Christian? You don't know, said Legree. Tom was silent. Speak, thundered Legree, striking him furiously. Do you know anything? I know, Massa, but I can't tell anything. I can die. Legree drew in a long breath and, suppressing his rage, took Tom by the arm, approaching his face almost to his, said in a terrible voice, Hark, Tom, you think, cause I've let you off before. I don't mean what I say. But this time, I made up my mind and counted the cost. You've always stood it out against me. Now I'll conquer ye and kill ye. One, or to other, I'll count every drop of blood there is in you, and take them one by one till you give up. Tom looked up to his master and answered, Master, if you were sick, or in trouble, or dying, I could save you. I could give you my heart's blood. And if taking every drop of blood in this poor old body would save your precious soul, I'd give him freely. As the Lord gave his to me. Oh, master, don't bring this great sin on your soul. It will hurt you more than twill me. Do the worst you can. My troubles will be over soon. But if you don't repent, yours will never end. Now, maybe that's what people criticize Tom for. That he would die to save them. But early in the book, Tom did want to be free and stay with his master to get him better because the master was sick and then was going to seek freedom. But then the master died and they sold Tom off. Um, and here is the thing. You you look at this and you say, nah, I wouldn't give my blood for, for, for this guy. And you'd be right. I wouldn't give my blood for him either. Um, But a lot of times, even today, when black people say that, it's to take the higher road to annoy the racist white person, try to get something out of them. Um, It's like when white guys go and shoot up a church and then the black people say we forgive them and the guy didn't even ask for forgiveness. It's that kind of thing. They don't forgive them. It's just they want to say that. To the world, to make it seem like we're they're better. It's that go high when they go low. Nah, what what what? When the comedian said, "When they go low, I go, I go deeper. I go in the dungeon, or I dig a hole." or something. It's it's crazy. Um, like a strange snatch of heavenly music heard in the lull of a tempest. This burst of feeling made a moment's blank pause. The priest stood aghast and looked at Tom. And there was such a silence that the tick of the old clock could be heard, measuring with silent touch, the last moments of mercy and probation to that heartened heart. It was but a moment. There was one hesitating pause, one irresolute, will thrill. Excuse me. And the spirit of evil came back with sevenfold vehemence. And the greed foaming with rage Smote his victim to the ground And that's why you got to deal with these people When you have evil people like this um, People with power that just want to dominate you For the sake of dominating You have to take these people out And they're human beings They could be taken out Scenes of blood and cruelty are shocking to our ear and heart What man has nerve to do Man has not nerve to hear what brother man and brother Christian must suffer cannot be told us, even in our secret chamber. It, it so horrors up the soul. And yet, O oh my country, these things are done under the shadow of thy laws. O oh Christ, thy church, sees them almost in silence. But of old, there was one who suffered, whose suffering changed an instrument of torture, degradation, and shame into a symbol of glory, honor, and immortal life. And where his spirit is neither degrading stripes, nor blood, nor insults, can make the Christian's last struggle less than glorious. So what Harry Beecher Stowe was doing was, taint, was presenting black, a black Jesus. Here's a man who's gonna get tortured so that um, the other black slaves can, can live. And the two women be free. And then it's due too, because Jesus at the end married, the two Marys were there. So a lot of symbolism. A lot of people read this book in the country then when when she wrote this book. And um, it used to be the case that if you showed human beings horror, because people try to hide what the system does. And it used to be if you showed it to them and put it to their face, they would feel some shame. Today, that doesn't matter. We see horror all the time. We see it on the street, not just the news. I see it. The stuff that you all see on the news, I see when I walk down the street to the store, to the supermarket. It's horrible. Um, Was he alone? The long knight whose brave, loving spirit was bearing up in the old shed against buffeting and brutal stripes, nay, there stood by him one, seen by him alone, like unto the Son of God. The temper stood by him, too, blinded by fiery despotic will, every moment pressing him to shun that agony by the betrayal of the innocent. But the brave, true heart was firm on the eternal rock. Like his master, he knew that if he saved others, himself he could not save, nor could utmost extremity wring from him words, save of prayer and holy trust. He's most gone, master, says Sambo, touched in, in spite of himself by the patience of his victim. Pay away till he gives up. Give it to him. Give it to him shouted Legree. I'll take every drop of blood he has unless he confesses. Tom opened his eyes and looked upon his master. You poor miserable critter, he said. There ain't no more you can do. I forgive ye with all my soul and he fainted entirely away. I believe my soul he's gone for finally, said Legree stepping forward to look at him yes he is well his mouth shut up at last that's one comfort so the talking see it's it, it's bothering degree because he he is taking a high road and to them we're not human fully human so when when the three-fifths human is more human than you it, it irritates or at least it used to irritate like I said not anymore everybody's just so savage now from ruling class to person in the gutter everybody's savage um yes agree but who shall shut up the voice in thy soul that the soul past repentance past prayer past hope in whom the fire that never shall be quenched is already burning yet tom was not quite gone his wondrous words and pious prayers that struck upon the heart's of the imbruted blacks, who had been the instruments of cruelty upon him. And in an instant, Legree withdrew. They took him down, and in their ignorance, sought to call him back to life, as if that were any favor to him. Sartin, we've been doing a dreadful wicked thing, said Sambo. Hopes master will have to count for it, and not we. That's very important, because when you're helping The master or the masters or the boss class or the oligarchs, when you're helping them ruin everybody else, when you're helping them spread bad medicine, when you're helping them to, um, rape our children's brains at what we call schools, when you're helping them, you're accountable. Um... They washed his wounds, they prov- they provided a rude bed of some refuse, refuse cotton for him to lie down on, and one of them, stealing up the house, begged and drank a brandy of Legree, pretending that he was tired and wanting it for himself. He brought it back and poured it down Tom's throat. Oh, Tom, said Quimbo, we's been awful wicked to you. I forgive you with all my heart, said Tom faintly. Oh, Tom, do tell us who is Jesus anyhow, said Sambo. Jesus that's been a standing by you so all this night. Who is he? The word roused the failing, fainting spirit. He poured forth a few energetic sentences of that wondrous one. His life, his death, his everlasting presence and power to save. They wept. Both the two savage men. Why didn't I never hear this before, said Sambo. But I do believe. I can't help it, Lord Jesus. Have mercy on us. Poor critters, said Tom. I'd be, I'd be willing to bear all I have if it'll bring ye to Christ. Oh, Lord, give me these two more souls, I pray. The prayer was answered. And so that's the end of that chapter. Um, We'll get into some more. We'll read some more from the next chapter on Friday, just because I have another day of reading and why not? Uncle Tom's cabin, he died rather than um, tell on to two slaves who ran away. He forgave the black people who beat and brutalized him for the master. And I got to tell you, as a person who's been kind of thrown away and disregarded and by other blacks, it's not a lot of black people like this. So, I mean, you can call them Uncle Tom's, but they don't have that. they don't have this. they don't have what he had um I don't know what you call it. you might maybe you say you still can keep your same opinion of him. I don't know how you could when you put him and measure other black people today up against him, you know it they don't they don't even measure up to Uncle Tom. So they damn sure ain't going to match up to the Frederick Douglasses, the Harry Tubman's, the Ida B. Wellses, the Coretta Scott King's, the Malcolm X's, the, the Betty Shabazz's. We we just don't match up. <laughs> We're so far away from um, courageous, powerful, um that energy of our ancestors that it, it, it's kind of pathetic it's really pathetic but we always have information and we always have people who can decipher the information and who could bring you the information i'm glad that's me if you want to help check out the Connoisseur center in the links um check out my etsy shop where you can buy books you can buy courses on these things um And you can become a sponsor or you can just give directly. You know this podcast is pretty good. You know it's giving you good information. So do what you have to do. Um, Until next time, take care of yourselves. Be safe and um, try to protect yourself from the storms and try to protect yourself from your neighbors (laughs) because that's where we are later.